Red Revere here with Old Colony Pest Control. If you're having pest problems in a commercial or residential setting, we're the people to call. Veteran-owned, based in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, Old Colony has been here servicing your homes proudly, and we plan to keep it up. Our team is fast, efficient, and reliable. We go above and beyond to cater each project's individual need. No task is too much for us, so give us a call. 774 400 5993. Again, the number is 774-400-5993. Hope to hear from you soon. General Red Review, out. Phenom Radio is the home of the hottest indie music. Tune into the Phenom Radio Top 20 Countdown, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Raise a sharp up to raise your paws up to when the sun. This little reunion about to crack. We got the whole crew back. Really, bitch. A cabin in the woods. Now let's get it all in perspective for all y'all enjoyment. Of you still a slave to the white man? Y'all gonna stop calling my wife the white man, all right? Newness, here's the anthem. Put your hands up that you shoot with. Count your what we with. do on Juneteenth? Oh, hell no. Where are you going? Look for the fuse box. What kind of house is this? No, no thank you. The blackening? Whoa! Jim Crow Monopoly. This shit probably runs on racism. Pick a card and save Morgan. What do you mean, save Morgan? <laughs> Refuse to play, and she dies. I think we have to play the game. In your predicament, the black character is always the first to die. I will spare your lives if you sacrifice the person you deem the blackest. The blackest? Nobody should judge anybody in here, bruh. You have two minutes to decide. Shanika, she say nigga the most. Nigga! See? Wait. Y'all can't pick me! I'm gay. Oh, Clifton. Yeah! That can prove I'm not the blackest. Prove it! I've never seen Friday. I voted for Trump. <gasps> what? What? Twice. Boy, your time's up. We need a plan. Don't say it. Don't you dare. We Don't say this, don't say it. We have to split up. Your time has run out. It's time to die. There's a crazy person out here hunting us. You got Rosa Parks on your shirt, right? Would she be sitting down right now? I mean... That's exactly what she did. You could shut up. Made you look. Made you look. What? Black women gotta save everyone else. Damn time! Oh, uh, made you look. Uh. Yo, stop playing. I got a gun. Damn. Ew. That's too DMX. What are you doing? <laughs> job, a better home, a better life. Who hasn't wished for these things, worked for them, 
and sought a place where they had a better chance of becoming real. For generations, Brockton has welcomed those seeking something better. From those who came in search of opportunity to today's multicultural population that makes us the most diverse community in all of New England. Brockton is a place where homes are more affordable, communities closer, where a strong and talented workforce fuels the success of businesses big and small, and the vision of a more diverse and equitable America is being realized every day. It's where ideas take root, businesses grow, communities thrive, new beginnings unfold, and the promise of a better life is kept. Brockton, Massachusetts, where better begins. from under there. No! Come on. I saw a monster in the closet. There is no such thing as monsters. But I saw it! Jeff, could you come up here? Okay, pal, it's time for bed. There's no such thing as monsters. This is Viana Marie, and you're watching The Booth, a Sinister One production on Hoobazoo.com.
What's up, B? We gotta get going. We don't have no time hey, to waste. We gotta step. Who's that in the car? How do you lift this thing? Who's that in the car, Play? Oh, uh, that's a honey. No, no, I know what you're thinking. That ain't for you, but there'd be a whole lot more there for look, you. Look, look, look. Play, we got a lot of equipment, and we can't fit it and three other people up in that little-ass car. Shh. Your problem is you don't know how to load things scientifically. I don't leave it. You tear my shit. Just, no. No. Don't. No, don't! Hey, play, leave it alone! Just leave it! I'll do it! Leave it alone! Hey, hey, I'm... There it is. We got it. We in. Now, there ain't no room. Where am I supposed to sit? She gonna walk. She, get out! She's gonna walk. Uh, no, she's gonna walk. she can fix you. No. On the other side, man. No. You can no. get in right over... Play! Play! Excuse me one minute. Yes, babe. Uh-uh, I don't even appreciate how you're treating me. I'm real sorry, babe. I do appreciate the way you look, though. Yo, no, 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 don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll run this stuff over to my crib and be right back for you. Be right back. Be right. Kiss my ass. You want to take my equipment and leave me? No, no, I ain't going for it. No. What else can I do? Come here. Kick that bitch to the curb and let me ride with my equipment. I'm the DJ, man. Bitch, who are you calling a bitch? Your mama's a sorry bitch. Hey. My mama ain't no bitch. If I'm a bitch, your mama's a bitch. Hey, I'll kick your ass. Hey, I'll fight a girl. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, man, listen, man. I can't do that. It would be too cold. Besides, she's packed in here real good. No, no, no. You know what, man? I fucked up today. I fucked up. Oh, I owe you one, and I'll be right back for you. No. Right back, bro. No, 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 you ain't. No, you ain't. Okay, I can't go for your asses. Don't do that shit. Play. Don't play. Don't, hey, oh, man, don't do that, Play. Play, don't drive off. Play, I'm going to say it calmly, because maybe I was hollering. Play, don't play. Play. I love you. Play. Stay. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is
It's you listening to the booth. It is 7.02. And uh, before we got the show started, you guys know I usually bring a little clip. And that little clip was from House Party. And <laughs> that was the DJ struggles right there. That I wanted to share that with everybody. But before I get into this show, I got to thank my guests from last week, Mitzi Coriano. We came on, we talked about domestic violence and women and how if you have kids, how they can get out. Because I was tired of seeing these stories of women in domestic violence situations and their kids end up killed um, because their knucklehead boyfriend or whatever you know, decides that the kids are the problem, whatever it, it, it's got, something's got to be done about it. We're going to definitely work on it. Also, I got to give a big shout out to Lisa C from 90.7 TKKL Cape Cod media con. I was there Friday. I spoke with the kids. Let me bring up the picture of these young kids down there. Um, you know, I'm real happy. I'm real happy that these kids were with me, um, and, and let me on their show. Chasing the Chaos is the podcast. The students down there are T uh, WKKL 90.7 are holding it down. They're actually going to come on the show. They're actually going to come on this show and chat with me and see if they can hold it down with Sinister One on the booth. Let's see what they can do. Also, my first guests are already up here in the corner, but let me get my sponsors in. Michael Douglas Barreto, MDB Electronics. This is the guy that sponsors my show. If you need your controller fixed, you pay 25 bucks. Lifetime warranty. If you get a little drift in your controller, a little stick in your controller, send it right back. He fixes it. You're back to gaming. And I, I love it because there's some new games that just came out, and I am playing like a beast right now on the weekends. Also available now, Viana Marie. It's personal. Everywhere, get it, streaming. Tactical target systems. I got to show you guys this because you guys have never seen it. When I go to the range, I have this big fear of the zombie apocalypse. And I was able to go to the range this weekend. And here is one of them right here. <laughs> if you guys can see it. Uh, but that's one of the zombie targets. I go, everybody asks me where I get them from. Um, you know, and I'm going to post some videos. But tactical target systems. Let them know you saw it here. If you go to the range, you shoot the best damn targets out there. I'm the I'm the next Rick Grimes. That's what I am. I'm the next Rick Grimes. Also, I love bostonsports.com. You have a chance to win a shirt in the chat if you're dropping in the chat. What's up, Jig? Already seeing people in the chat. Also, Viana Marie did a photo shoot with Kimberly Ian, Empowerment Photography. This is for women who want to build up self-esteem and do some type of photos that they never thought they would do. Kimberly puts you in a safe environment, a comfortable place, and um, that's that's where you want to go. Kimberly Ann, Empowerment Photography. But before we get into the news booth, I got my first guest on here up in the corner. I saw these guys. Viana Marie had an event down in Rhode Island at Club Dusk. And, um, you know, you go, you know. I'm her manager. I go to these shows and, you know, I get a chance to see a lot of local guys, a lot of local bands. And sometimes, sometimes you go to a show and see someone do a set and immediately within seconds of their opening, I'm on the phone looking these guys up, looking, looking them up, looking them up. I'm like, who, who are these guys? Guys are killing it. Man, Price. Graphite, also known as pens and pencils, 
Yo, yo, introduce yourself. Let these people know. Let these people know. What's going on? Thank you for having us. I'm Price, also known as the Pens part of Pens and Pencils. I'm Graphite, the the pencil part of Pens and Pencils. <laughs> but uh, on another level, I'm, I'm David Shea. This is John Price. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we uh been doing it a long time. You know, uh, uh, I don't know, man. We both started rapping in high school. Didn't even know each other. We were introduced from a, a mutual friend. But um, <coughs> yeah. You know, you know how life gets in the way. So I mean, we're we're. I'm 35. I'm 34. So so we, we we've been doing it a long time, and uh, you know I I love that you bring up the the stage show because like we we did some shows back in the day. We were in our early 20s. We were rocking out Middle East and stuff like that, doing doing getting out there doing our thing, and it was cool. It was it was, it was a good vibe. But then you know we stepped away. Life life hits you. You're working. You got kids. You got family. All that stuff. And uh, we kind of reinvented. We used to be part of kind of a bigger group. But we kind of reinvented, and and here we are now. We came back together, the pens and pencils, and we're we're going strong now. So, and one one thing I've noticed about people when they leave the game for a little while, and they come back, um, a lot of that, a lot of the, one of the things that I've noticed that people shed is that irresponsibility. There are things when you come back that you realize, oh, I can't do that no more. This is this is about to be legit. One a good example is um, my cousins. Uh, Centurion and them, um, my cousin down there, D-Rock, and them yin-yang twins. Uh, one of the things they noticed before they blew up and became big was is that, you know, once you get big and then once you start having a family, you start realize that when you go on tour and the record label starts making you pay back the money for all your boys that you bring on tour with you that don't really do nothing. Um, all that came to an end real quick. You know, when you come back to the game and you realize you got a family to feed, Miles the feed. All of a sudden, guess what? Cousin Ray Ray ain't coming on the road no more. Um, <laughs> you you ain't putting um, three cousins away on the on the on the guest list. You know what I'm saying? Because now you got up. You got to eat. What was it like for you guys when you guys came back? What was one of the things that you said, man? Let's let's we got to clean this up. We got to do things this way. So. I'm, I'm gonna let you speak on it, but I'm just gonna say he didn't stop. He he kind of I stopped I stopped a little bit. He put something out, and you know it's been a little while since I'm out with you. When he did, I sat back and I was like, "Damn, I gotta get back into this again. I gotta do it." Make me blush. Nah, I, I think uh, where I, I stayed a little bit more consistent, uh, not consistent, but I kept going. I kept writing. Kept the process. Um, everybody did their things. Like everybody, like I said, yeah, you you start having kids. Everybody's getting married. Everything happens. Life's happening. You know what I mean? And then uh, coming back, you kind of realize once you reformulate things, you're like, oh, all the shit you didn't focus on before. The business aspect of it um, Mm -hmm. is one big party. Like before, like, you know, your early 20s, you're doing the shows, you're traveling, you're doing party, you know, you party. It seems like it's a big party. You know what I mean? As much as you enjoyed it and took it seriously, I think it was a it was more of a, a good, good time celebration thing constantly. Um, coming back, I feel like the business aspect of it was the biggest change to focus on. I mean, we used to, I mean, we did shows constantly. We, we traveled all over New England doing shows. We opened for some good people. Um, and then once we stepped away and coming back, now we realize like the other aspects of it. You know what I mean? The exclusive beats, the, 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 the amounts of shows that we could be doing and you know what I mean? To make sure we're doing it right. You know, royalties wasn't like a big thing in our thing, uh, back then, you know what I mean? In my opinion, like, well, we had MySpace back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, <laughs> play it, you know what I mean? You didn't, 
it, there was no algorithm in it, the sense that it is now. Um, I, think, I think maturity is a huge thing that comes with time. it. Maturity and, you know, we work our day jobs. And I think the other part of it is having a little more money to play with these days where when we were younger, we weren't as far as along in, in our, our day job careers um, where we were making the kind of money we make now. So, you know, now we have a little more, you know, we know how to navigate a little better. We have, you know, our, our things in place as far as, you know, taking care of car payments, taking care of rent and, and stuff like that, where we know what kind of extra money we have that because like he was just bringing up, you know, you got to if, you, if you're leasing beats, you know, we've been lucky to come into uh, contact with a couple of beat makers that, you know, we're kind of working together with. But, you know, a lot of rappers out there today, you know, back in the day it was SoundClick, but now a lot of it's YouTube or whatever. And you're and mm -hmm. you're you got. Buy these beats now. You can lease a beat, but you know a lot of times it's you're better off going with an exclusive because it's it's. But there are a lot of money, but it's in the end it's, it's if anything ever happens with that song, you know that you're gonna you're gonna be okay with it. Like you know you're not gonna watch your, your song blow up and you get zero dollars out of it because you know you leased the beat for twenty bucks and and you didn't read the writing and realize that the person who made the beat gets all the rights to it. You know what I mean and, and stuff like that. So it's it's just maturity and and like I say. Having that, um, I don't know, ability to, to you know, put, put a little more money into it and, and just being smarter with, with our moves, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I was getting back into Oh, good. No, it, it's funny you talk about that with the beats and things and, and making sure you've got it locked down. Um, for those who heard the intro to my show, a lot of people, a funny story is, is that people tune into my show, they hear the beat, and a lot of people go, oh, that's Drake. Well, here's the funny story. Um, I actually purchased the beat before Drake got the beat from the producer who made that beat many years ago. And I have been sitting on that beat. I've got my paperwork, my lease. So every time my show plays on YouTube, the bots pick it up. Sony puts a thing in and they say, well, this beat belongs to Drake. Lord knows, blah, blah, blah. This is his beat. No, it isn't. I bought the beat from the same producer he got the beat from. Here's my paperwork that says that I have every right to use it in the form that I'm using it. And guess what? It always ends up getting unblocked, unblocked, unblocked. So again, that's knowing the business side of the business with beats. And like you're talking about, you know, it does pay off when you're getting that paperwork right later on. If a song does blow up, you know, and that's, that's the thing about that. I mean, that's, that's definitely the goal. I mean, we, we, we love that. Obviously we do do, the music aspect of it. Um, I mean, personally, my live live is my favorite. I love doing live shows. Um, that aspect of it was uh, that changed dramatically. The the networking aspect aspect of it changed dramatically for me. Before, I feel like I was more that um, that rah rah ego, more ego driven. Like ah, I'll take on, I'll rap against anybody. I don't give a, you know what I mean? Like that. Right. That was I. Felt, that kind of went backwards. It's like look there can be so much more accomplished with the music, with the networking aspect of it. Instead of, you know what I mean? Get out of your own way and just make, make good things happen with good people. You know what I mean? I think unfortunately in, in this area, uh, especially, I mean, I'm sure it's cutthroat everywhere, but in this area, I, I mean, the, the famous story of, um, <coughs> of, of Guru from Gangsta, I mean, he was originally mm -hmm. from Boston. He, they said, you know, the story was that he took off to New York because there was, he wasn't getting any love out here. I mean, you know, right. And, 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 and it's tough because that's how people look at it as a competition. You know, you, you go do a show and there's six acts and everyone's trying to be, well, I'm the best, I'm the better rapper. I'm the, you know, and, and it, it's, it's crazy that it's cutthroat because it should be more of a networking and let's all work together. And, and luckily we've kind of fallen into that lane right now. Where we're working with a lot of people who feel the same way. 
Um, but you know, at the end of the day, something we've all we we've definitely tried to look at too is, yeah, we know we can rap. We can that that's cool. A lot of people can rap. It's not not that hard to make a rhyme. It's I mean, there's, there's people that it's it's hard for them to catch a beat or this that or whatever. All right, if you can catch a beat, and you can make a rhyme. Okay, you can rap. We've been more on the side of like, let's make good music. Let's make good songs. And, and you know, we, we you can always fall back on that. If you want to just make a nasty lyrical ripping it up track, you can always fall back on that. But, you know, you want to, I don't know, you, you do want to impress people with that style, but you also want to be able to make good music and make make songs that, that people really feel it and, and, and can really enjoy. You know what I mean? So that's that's a big part of what we're rolling with now, too, trying to trying to make good music. Jake Sykes is in the chat. He says, let's go. What's up? Viana Marie is in the chat. She says, you boys are dope. She says she agrees. You have to leave Boston to make it. And the funny thing is, and I tell I tell a lot of people this, a, a great example is my son years ago, years ago, my son turned me on to join the Lucas and I was listening to join the Lucas very early on and join the Lucas finally blew up. Join the Lucas came back home to film a video and all of a sudden there was all this hate and I'm saying to myself, what are you talking about? Oh, he ain't really from Boston. He's from Worcester. I don't know why he's this. And I'm saying to myself, Every if you help him, he's gonna he's gonna make everybody eat. He came here. I went to see Join the Fest, Join the Lucas Fest. He come right out on the stage, and what was the first thing he said? Oh, it's nice to see all these haters here who talk all this crap about me. Um, he goes, comes back home. He says, "Let me shoot a video here with all my friends and family." He comes home. Join the Lucas gets nothing but hate. People talking trash about him here in Boston. Rappers who don't even have a hit song talking junk about Joiner. So what does Joyner do? He says, guess what? I'm not coming back to Boston. His next video, he has friggin' um, all types of stars. All types of stars in his, in his next video. And he's had stars ever since. And it's almost like, you know what? F you guys. You know what? I'm not coming home and doing this if you're not going to appreciate the help and play this. Because it is. It's a Boston thing. And it's weird how... I don't, I don't know. Somebody was on this show before, and they said it's um, the crab in the barrel mentality is, is how you describe... Boston music yeah. in the nutshell. Um, I actually saw Joyner get booed at the Boston Music Awards this year when he was announced. Um, wow. You have um, Van Buren Records here, who's killing yeah, yeah. it. These kids is killing it. But yeah. they have yet to have a show here in Brockton or Boston. Nobody's put a show on but, for these kids. And they had, they've had one of the hardest albums out there right now. Why is there not a show in Boston for Van Buren Records right now, blowing the shit up. Oh. It, Boston is so <laughs> crazy, the music scene. Oh. It is. Yeah, it, it just sucks because, you know, the what it takes for people to jump up there, especially, so, like, we were talking about the live music, like, and, and, and I promise to people, if you're out there listening to our music and you like it, come see the live show because it is totally different. It is, I mean, we, we have some animated mother effers. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, but I don't know. So back when we were doing shows in the Middle East, I had a certain promoter. We finished a song, and this is back during you know the kind of swag days. And uh, we might have had a song that was kind of a party song and whatnot. And we were walking away. I, I went up and, and went to go say thank you to the prize. Hey, thanks for putting us on the show. And he goes, Yeah, you know, maybe next time the show will have more swag. And it was kind of like a. I was like, What? I was like, What's that supposed to mean? And it just to me. <laughs> I'm like, why, why, why what's, what, first of all, what's the need for the comment? But second of all, like, I don't know, I'm, that help? I'm just huge with people working together and whatnot. Like, so I just, I don't understand that hating aspect of it. Like, it, it, I, I, I get it. People want to, want to try to arise to a, a certain level. So it's, 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 like I said, it's a cutthroat thing, but. But that being said, that being said, that, that happening then and how I took it, as opposed to how I decipher it now, mm. like that, that could have been like, 
that could have been that helping hand. You know what I mean? Like uh, we, we might have took it as a, some some That's sort right. of way. You know what I mean? But he's mm-hmm. just saying, like, look, you guys almost got it. But if you just brought it, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. brought it a little bit more, you might really have something here. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of the mindset coming back to it now, like where I kind of read. Don't get me wrong. I remember who it was. And I ain't going to say shit yeah. right now. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't bringing that into it. I ain't bringing that into it. But it, like that being said, it could have been meant for a positive way. It mm-hmm. might have not been in a downing way. And uh, right. that now is the mindset, you know what I mean? It's like, it's got to be constructive. You, you know, at the end of the day, too, and this is for any other artist out there doing your thing, like, you do your passion, what you love, just keep going, don't, you know, I, I would say not to let anyone, uh, you know, stay true to yourself, stay true to what you like doing, don't worry about what other people are saying. Um, but I, I will also say, you're not everyone's gonna like not everyone's gonna be a fan you no. are not gonna not everyone's gonna like what you're doing it, someone might hear one of your songs and love it and say this is the best song i ever heard and they might listen to the next song and say this sucks it's garbage you know what i mean like you, you just never know i mean hey i know i know my personal favorite artist i don't like every single song they ever made you know right, I, there's, right. there's songs that i love and then there's songs like yeah like yeah i could i could listen to it once and probably not ever listen to it again you know what i mean so you know you just gotta the, that's why it's art i, I don't know I, I feel like art is it's it's always changing, obviously, but the cool thing about it too is is you know you got people that are still listening to music from the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, all the way. So those songs that were huge hit songs back in the sixties or seventies, they can still be uh, relatable today and still be a good song for someone who has it for the first time in two thousand twenty three. You know, so thanks to TikTok, know. Jesus Christ, just the little <laughs> thirty second clips can bring songs right back into you. You know. It's yeah. it's been it's been the craziest thing. So these guys are gonna actually hang out, guys, for the entire show. So we're gonna get blessed with two videos from these guys. So I'm gonna pick the videos because they're both fire. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna <laughs> save the newest one for last. Let's talk about this video we're gonna show called Deal and the thought process of where that came from, and kind of talk about that video before. And I'll let you guys introduce it. Once you introduce it, I'm gonna play it. You want to take this one away, Chief? <laughs> uh, uh, sure. Uh, well, the the funny thing, just a little uh, background on it. I mean, yeah, it's the verses of the verses. We just sat down to, to write our verses, but uh, we came up with the hook first. And actually, shout out to Real Precise who made the beat. He, um, I think, I, I believe he moved back down to Atlanta or, yeah. or whatnot. He's from down that way. But he was up here rocking out with us in Brogdon for a little while, and uh, he 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 made the beat. So big shout out to him. Um, but the funny thing is, is I am kind of lead vocal on the hook where when we made it, the plan was to have someone else sing it. So it's kind of, I, I don't know, it, it maybe it wasn't my shining moment. I was just kind of like, come <laughs> sing it. So, you know, in this new wave of music, you know, we thought we'd have someone come in kind of like auto-tuned it up, kind of kind of something like that. And there is a little little auto-tune in the background who is actually, I don't know how many people know about this, is our, our actual our producer. He went in. We, we had someone and it wasn't really working out. So our producer went in and he did his own thing. We came in one, we came into the studio one day, he goes, check this out. And we listened to it. We were like, all right, well, yeah, let's go with it. So, uh, so I would say besides that, um, obviously the uh, videographer, uh, All Rhymes, who is actually located right here in, in Dover Street at, at the Cultural Arts Center where we're at. And um, yeah, so big shout out to him for, for doing the video. And big shout out again to our, our producer. He, um, you know, he had a lot of great ideas for it. Um, you'll notice in the video, the smoke effect and stuff like that. That was some of his ideas and we actually shot it in the parking lot right across the street yeah we showed up and said all right we're gonna you know we were actually dropping the album too so we said we'll go across the street there's a big parking lot we're gonna shoot it over there and then we'll come back into the studio and do a, a kind of a, a album listening party so then we headed down the laundromat right at the end of the road at dover street yeah and we were like you know what? we're going to the laundromat all right <laughs> <was> like, 
Yeah, I'm like, let's go. The lady was like, you have one take, one take, then you go. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. We'll do it quick. Yeah, I, I think we're about to stop wanting money because we, yeah. we asked to go in there real quick and we were doing it. And then they started getting antsy and we were like, all right, let's get out of here. But She's like, you give me more money? I'm like, you, you misconstrued what the situation is. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't yeah, like, making no money. We, can't, we ain't got no money. You can fucking wear old clothes to the laundry mat and, and shoot and, a video. And this is coming right out of COVID too. So we was, uh, you know, everyone got the everything. So it was, uh, it was, it was an interesting time. It was yes. good though. Yes. <laughs> All right, so here we go, people. This is the video deal. Pens and pencils in the house with the booth. Your boy sent one. Check it out. Hungry looking for my next meal Thoughts racing, it's amazing I keep my head still
All right, back here in the booth, broadcasting live from the City of Champions. That was Deal. Pens and pencils are on with me, hanging out with us. And that video, as you guys, if you guys were wondering again, like they said, this video was filmed just as we were just starting to come back out of COVID, which is kind of why everybody had their masks on, which was still kind of, it was still kind of a weird time because, you know, you still had to wear masks. Uh, groups were still kind of being narrowed down. Um, you know, people were still kind of antsy about stuff. Um, so it's glad to see that, you know, we're back out here. Everybody's back to performing and getting shows, you know, under their belts again. It's, it's, that's the one thing. It's it's great to be back. It's back to see those shows. And I, and I think that that 508 Dust show that you guys were at, that was like one of the first shows coming out of COVID with no, you know, kind of no restrictions. You guys were there. Viana Marie was there. Um, Gorilla Smooth was there. It was a, there was a ton of people on that card that night. And it was kind of like the first, that first time coming back out of that type of environment. And it was kind of weird for a little while there. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's nice to see everything back. And you're gonna, it, it's funny is you're going to look back at those videos and you're going to instantly go right back to that time. That's what's so timeless about it. You know, whether people don't like the video or like it, you're still going to look at that and be like, holy shit, that was a time where <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy so these guys are going to hang on with me we've got some topics to talk about so we're going to get in the news booth and like I told these guys um, you know I tell everybody you know don't fake the funk if you don't know anything about a topic don't don't try to fake it because I know that my people who watch this show are intelligent they love to watch know, they know their stuff they'll be right in the chat so we're going to get right into the news booth first topic right here in Brockton Prayers going out, prayers, prayers, prayers going out. Um, can't say much, but close to this story. Uh, one woman is dead and another was airlifted to Boston um, after falling into the Salisbury River on Saturday, 3 o'clock, over on the Crescent White Ave Street area. Um, prayers are going out um, hard, hard um, at this time I can is, is all I can say. But um, one woman, as I said, has passed away. Um, another was airlifted to Boston. She is in, in the hospital as we speak. So prayers going out to them and their family. Um, also, Brockton Stop and Shop is to offer a new program. They're staying open on North Main Street. And they're going to offer 50% items at the end of the week, instead of throwing food away like most supermarkets do, they're going to offer 50% off on various items that are about to be thrown away. So they're going to let people know when they're going to let you head down there. Plus, they're going to donate more food to food shelters versus throwing food away like most supermarkets do. Um, I'm glad to see this. It, they're saying this move will keep that that supermarket open in that area. For those who don't know. Um, that Brockton Stop and Shop on North Montello, um, North Montello Street, um, that one has a bank and a gas station and a florist. So it's you wouldn't just be losing a supermarket. You'd be losing almost an entire whole gas station and everything for people in that area. Um, also in the news booth, <laughs> this is the you're going to hell story. If you laugh, you're going straight to hell. A Texas man was at a party in Texas 
got drunk, was talking to a chick and was bragging about how he stole $50,000 from a Mexican drug cartel. Now, everybody at the party thought he was talking crap. Everybody thought that he was faking the funk because he was drunk. Guess what, people? Two hours later at this party, a pickup truck pulled up, masked hombres, broke into the party, snatched the dude up, and took off with him. He is now missing. <laughs> if you laugh, you go into hell because <laughs> obviously somebody at the party knew somebody that messes with the cartel because they obviously called them up and said, hey, somebody's here talking about stealing 50K from you. Yep, two hours. Two hours into the party, the truck pulled up. They broke into the house. They snatched the man up, put a bag over his head, and took him to the Mexican. Now, Texas police are offering anyone... Uh, to come forward with any information. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what the Texas police got on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hell. Crickets. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, if, if I can, you know, you don't mess with the cartel. That is, you know what? I told you I've been, I've been doing my research on you, and after watching one of your, your recent videos, I'm not going to mess with the Chinese establishment. <laughs> 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 yeah, that Chinese mafia don't play, boy. Um, also in the news booth, an Atlanta man was left in jail, solitary confinement so long that he died because he was eaten by bed bugs. They said the jail cell was so bad they had to send hazmat in. The family is going to file a lawsuit. They said the, the coroner said the body was in such bad condition that everything is going to have to be burned. Um, hazmat teams were sent in. Uh, the man was bitten so bad that he picked the skin from his body and got infected and he died. The bed bags, the bed bugs literally ate him to death. That is insane. I, I would have, I would have never have thought. Bed bugs could do this, but I'm hearing that this is true. Um, and this is craziness. Whoa. Craziness. Um, I always talk about elitists in this country and how elitists really run this country, not Republicans, not Democrats, the rich elitists. Here's a great example now of elitists getting ready to do more with this country. Apple just launched a savings account with a 4.15 interest rate. And if you're an Apple subscriber, if you have an Apple phone or whatever, you can open this account and you can start paying your bills and all this other stuff with this Apple savings account. And you can collect interest. 4.15 is about the same thing a credit union offers for, for a savings account. But here's the thing, people. This is Apple. This is a business. Everything's heading digital. Currency is heading digital. Apple is now making their move. Elitist, like I said, be careful. Um, for all my friends out there. <laughs> for all my people out there who went and bought blue checks from Twitter <laughs> so you can get some clout on April 4th guess what people Elon Musk went to court and he is dissolving Twitter into a whole nother company X Corp and he's working on creating an entirely new app and your Twitter 
Blue Check may not track over to the new app. So all you people who spent 15 bucks on a Blue Check, and I've been telling people, don't trust Elon Musk. He just did a big ass money grab to help the. Hey, man, that's what he needs to be doing because people don't realize they just that, that it's real life. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny because it was funny because when Facebook and them started offering it, it was amazing how many friends, you know, people that you associate with all of a sudden have blue checks. Would you put work in? Uh, uh, let's get into the legal booth. Um, I, I'm like seven. I'm like Kevin Bacon this week when it comes to news stories. Uh, the Minecraft Discord leaker is from Boston. When I when I talked about this story last week, the first thing I said was something feels funny about this story because all the hacker stories usually come out of Massachusetts. The GameStop hack that crashed the stock. The hacker was from Brockton. Um, Jack Texera is from Dighton. Um, he dropped these documents. He had top-level security because that's what he was doing. Um, he's appearing. He appeared in federal court. It, they're looking to drop the bomb on this kid. But, uh, yeah. yeah, he dropped these documents in the Minecraft Discord server last week. I talked about it. I said, that had to be crazy. The beat Minecraft, dis- not a Call of Duty, Minecraft. He just drops... Look at these yeah. top secret documents. I seen some somebody was talking about that. Like nowadays, people are uh, that are deep into Minecraft are building almost setting quote unquote libraries in their little worlds, and the only way to access these files is to be able to find them in the Minecraft world. Like I don't play Minecraft; my kids aren't that old. So, but but like that's what I'm hearing now. They're literally hiding these files in places like Minecraft. Because only certain people can figure out where to get it. So what I had heard that basically he was just kind of trying to show off to his friends. So I wasn't sure if this was like a, you know what I mean? It was supposed to be some kind of sabotage thing or something like that. Some, some mm. like that, or he was just trying to show off to his friends, like, hey, look at look what I I have access to. Uh-huh. And, and if that's the case, that was a yeah, either way, it was a, yeah. not not a good look. And like I said, I'm kind of connected to the story. I don't want to put names or anything out there, but I do know that anybody who was in his unit. Are about to get audited. Um, anybody who's in that Minecraft chat is going to get uh, audited, and, and, and they're going to be questioned too. Jake Sykes, the story was crazy as hell. Open your mouth for the party. That's why you don't say that stuff. He also said the desperate man's dream is the blue check. <laughs> also in the legal booth, uh, a Missouri Republican who is a senator, Mike Moon. He's doubling down on his comments. Um, he has no problem with 12-year-olds getting married. 12-year-olds getting married. He has no problem with it. He was approached on it, and he's doubling down, and he says he has no problem as long as the as one is 12 and the other is 12. He has no problem with that. I, world is going I back. Problem. A problem. Big problem with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I know, and I get it. I know there's some, there are some cultures where they do let their kids get married at 12, 13, 14, 50. I'm not going to call those cultures out because I I was actually involved with someone who let their daughter get married at 14. Um, but that was part of that culture. But I was still like, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So this is a Missouri Republican 
I I just can't see anybody thinking that 12 year olds should be okay to get married and have sex at 12. That's insane. It, yeah, your boy didn't even change that. Get married, dummy. It's, like, an, no, it's no. insane. Um, if you guys had talk, heard me talk about a story a few weeks ago, it was a six-year-old boy who brought a gun to school and shot his teacher. The teacher turned around and she was suing the school. She's suing the school for this. The reason why was because there were rules in place and the mother dropped the kid off and left. This kid was so bad that the parents were supposed to attend school with this kid on this day. The kid was able to secure a gun, a firearm from the house. He brought the gun to school. He shot his teacher. After going back and forth, they've now decided that the mother will be charged with child neglect. And um, I, I, I agree with this. I believe this. Um, if she had a responsibility to stay at school with her son so he doesn't do crazy stuff like this, I, I agree. Um, they were saying that this kid had strangled another student. Um, just weeks prior, um, and no other school would take this kid. That was the other problem. No other school would take this kid. That's how bad this kid was. How old was he? Six. 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 All right. So double that, and you get married, though. Right. <laughs> oh, fucking mad ass. I, I, I would definitely be bringing up the mother on some charges, though, because clearly there is things going on in that household that I mean. First of all, for him to acting the way he was acting already, and then getting uh, his hands on a on a firearm somehow, like what what is going on in your house? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. She didn't have it. Yeah. She didn't have it locked up. Vianney says, "I don't give a f." It's the culture. Twelve year olds are not ready for marriage and sex. Of course, they they're not twelve. And you just and you just nailed it when you said how old six. And you said double that. Boom. That's it. That that was that was that was. That one. <laughs> that was a good one right there. That was real good. That's see, that's what I'm talking about right there for this show. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yep. And, and and for those who watch my show, you know what it says at the end of the show. It's Eric Cotman, and it says, I need to hang out with people who know and talk politics and stuff. Cause sometimes you guys are up here while everybody else is down. You just you're up here with me, man. <laughs> um, in New York, guess what, people? Guess what? And, and and I need to I need to go t pain on you all right now. Stop doing that! Stop! Stop doing that! New York Police Department has now rolled back the idea of putting robots on the streets. Well, they are. They're putting the Boston Dynamic robot dogs to patrol the streets of New York. But not only are they putting the dogs out there, they're also putting those 400-pound robots that you now see at the, at the Prudential Center in Boston. And Lowe's has these robots patrolling their parking lots at night. I talk about AI taking jobs away and what AI is going to do by killing unions and taking away the power of lobbying. Um, these robots, want, so think about this, one robot <coughs> that patrols can go nonstop. There's guess what? There's no benefits to pay. There's no families to pay out for an officer getting killed. There's no breaks it needs to take. <coughs> you could put whatever you want on it for whatever neighborhood it's in, as far as lethal or non-lethal attachments. Um, this is the start, people. Um, the Boston Dynamic Dog, someone had told me that there was a whole movie or TV show on Netflix about these dogs going crazy and, and attacking people. Terminator. <coughs> it's Terminator. 
<laughs> Skynet. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. So, yeah, New York has decided to change their mind. Um, the mayor came out. She said they're going to be patrolling the streets. Wow. And um, wow. It, it's going to get real interesting. Also, yeah. breaking news. Dominion and Fox settled for seven point, well, $787.5 million in the defamation lawsuit about claiming that the election was rigged. They couldn't prove it, so they settled. Um, Fox got off the hook because uh, Dominion could have said, we want a public statement from you guys apologizing, but they didn't. They're going to take the money, but Fox knows that they can't mention anything. I know President Trump is, is ripping Fox apart, and he told Rupert Murdoch that he should say, Rupert Murdoch ain't saying nothing. They just settled. There's a gag order in place, bro. <laughs> you on right. your own. You and, you and Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. Uh, you can keep spreading that theory, but Fox, Fox ain't pay, ain't saying nothing no more. Fox is done. Um, they settled. It's all over, and that's it. Um, also, for you guys who love Marvel movies like me, um, actor Jonathan Majors was dropped by his management company and his PR firm after this whole violent case against the woman. Um, the rumor is is Damson Idris who is on Snowfall, is going to replace. That's the rumor. He's going to replace him as Kang, but it's unconfirmed at this time. Marvel is saying they haven't talked to anyone right now. Um, right now, my feeling is if his management and his his PR firm has dropped him, I'm pretty sure Jonathan Majors is done. Um, I see a lot of people out there saying um, white people are trying to cancel Jonathan Majors. No, white people aren't trying to cancel Jonathan Majors. If you guys follow the story, the first group of people who came out and pretty much hung Jonathan Majors to dry was the black community with all these people, with all these stories from his past of how he treated people on set of H.P. Lovecraft and all these other shows and movies, um, the Western that he was on, um, on Netflix. Everybody's coming out and saying all this crazy, nasty stuff about how he treated people. So um, I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's. It's insane. It's insane. Um, and, you know, I hope things clear up, but it doesn't look like it. In the entertainment booth, Brockton's newbie Rateau lands a mass IFF film award for IMU. So glad to see him hold it down. Win his award. Newbie has been grinding, grinding, grinding all the time. Um, also, Star Wars. Now, on this show last week, I announced that Daisy Ridley, who plays Rey, is coming back to the Star Wars series. The big rumor now is that the story is going to take place 15 years later as she tries to rebuild the Jedi Order. One of the rumors that's being discussed deep in the fan bases is that one of the members of the Jedi Order that she's going to bring to the fold is going to be Bogru on the Mandalorian. And they're saying by the time this story takes place, Bogru from the Mandalorian will be a 15-year-old Jedi or he'll be a Mandalorian. He'll be... So the question is, is everybody was wondering, well, what would he be like? And everybody says, well, Bogru should be like his father, the Mandalorian, Mando. So... All of a sudden, everybody's heads are exploding. I'm a nerd. My head exploded because seeing Ray 
with Goguru as a 15-year-old teenager is right there as, as she tries to rebuild this Jedi Order. I, I'm ecstatic. I'm on board. <laughs> All right. I'm not a... Because like, I don't follow it, but is is it... Does that intrigue you more because it's almost like a precursor? Is that is that more why it drives you in or why does it drive you in? Well, well, you know, you, you, she's rebuilding this Jedi Order that has been wiped out. And the thing is, is that who would she bring in to build this whole Jedi Order? As we all knew back in the earliest Star Wars, you had Yoda, you had Obi-Wan, you had Mace Windu. That was the whole main members and stuff of the Jedi Order. And you had the Sith. So as she builds this, you're going to say, well, who is going to be part of this Jedi Order that she's going to bring back? Goguru is already training. Um, he had left the training so he could be with Mando, but he could go back to training because um, he was with Skywalker to begin with. And then there have been some other people. We had Finn, who also we thought was going to leave the Stormtroopers and become um, a, a, a Jedi. So it's it's going to be real interesting to see who they bring to this fold, and, and I'm going to look for it, and I'm going to be very excited. Uh, for those who have HBO Max, HBO, it's an end of an era, people. HBO became HBO Max when they purchased... Cinemax and brought Cinemax into the fold. As of May 23rd, HBO Max is no more. HBO is gone. Bye-bye. It's just going to be the Max. And that's an end of an era, people. I mean, I grew up watching HBO comedy specials, uh, all of our boxing on HBO. Years growing up, we saw tons and tons of Mike Tyson fights on HBO. Uh, Larry Merchant getting in the face of boxes and, and, and having this relationship that he had with Floyd Mayweather where they, they didn't like each other. You know, HBO is, is it's tough to see that name go. Um, but do you, do you think this will have anything to, to do with their, their business? Because I heard someone bring up the point that like, that's a, a household name, HBO. You think HBO, you know, the name. Exactly. The max people are like what's what's the max? I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? I, I just wonder like business. That's a good business move. Like yeah, I I I I myself as a business guy who loves to talk business, I don't get it. I I was like, why wouldn't they just keep the HBO and just drop the max? Yeah. But I guess you know that's this is all that part of that rebranding that everybody seems to be doing. For some reason, it seems like rebranding is the big thing now. Um. I, I mean, I don't get it. So we'll see. We'll see if it works for them. But it's May 23rd that this takes place. Um, if you guys see the picture right here, this viral dog, his name is Bailey. But he looks just like Snoopy. <laughs> the dog went to 280,000 followers in one day. That's insane. <laughs> and the thing is is this dog is a sheep doodle it's a crossbreed it's not even a beagle snoopy's a beagle but i don't care because i would i would love to have that dog and if you're a young guy you're like i definitely want that dog because i could imagine how many women he's gonna get walking down the beach with that dog <laughs> that if you're a young guy and you got a dog like that, oh man! <laughs> they call it Linus. You're about to have a dog. <laughs> man, you gonna get yourself a Lucy boy. <laughs> also, Jamie Fox suffered a 
So now they're rolling it back because the original story was was that he had a stroke. Now they're saying it wasn't a stroke. That they, 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 they're kind of saying it was just a medical um, incident. Um, but either way, they 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 delayed filming for his new film in Atlanta back in action. Um, I guess they're filming the stuntman scenes because it was close to being done. But uh, prayers going out to Jamie Foxx in Atlanta. Also, Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock, last week, goes on social media. He's very upset about the Bud Light rainbow cans. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Pulls out the rainbow cans, and he shoots them up with an AR-15. Now, my question is, for my guys coming on the show, my legal guys, we just had a guy in Weymouth, Mass. <clears throat> there is a LGBTQT flag hanging. At a mall um, in Weymouth, this guy just called up and said, take the flag down or I'm coming down there and I'm going to shoot the flag. Guess what? They went and arrested him. Why? Because that's an act of violence against a certain party. So my question is going to be for my guys is that this Bud Light rainbow can symbolizes their support of transgenders in the gay community. And everybody's laughing and everybody's talking about. Kid Rock shooting up a case of, of Bud Light, Rainbow Bud Light with an AR-15. But here's the thing, people. Let's really think about this. God forbid if later on Kid Rock goes out and shoots up a gay rally. Now, guess what everybody's going to say? Well, we had our moment that we should have brought him in and we should have questioned him and we should have we grilled him. So I'm going to ask you guys, what are your thoughts? Do you think when something somebody does something like this where they're so angry, should you kind of make a lesson out of them and bring them in and just kind of question them and grill them and tell them, Hey, you may not get your license renewed when you go to get your license renewed because. All right. That, that being said, all right. What one was kid rock shooting on private property. Right? It was his own property, his own guns away from whatever, 300 yards away from a dwelling. Um, it, or one or taking it as a, as it, it's a joke. It's a little, I don't think he's joking. I think it's a little ridiculous to take it that seriously. He, he's, he's shooting a can of beer. You know what I mean? Like, let, 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 let's be honest about it. The way everybody's always like, you should be ashamed for drinking Bud Light anyways. You know what I mean? We get shit for <laughs> Like, so now, now to say, oh, some guy likes to wear skirts or whatever, and it makes him feel good about him. You know what I mean? It wasn't it? He's celebrating being a woman for 365 days when there's been women that have accomplished amazing things. No one got a can. Not one. Rosa Parks didn't get a can. You know what I'm saying? No one got a can. This, this dipshit gets a can because he wears a skirt. That being said, if everybody's saying it's a fake beer, don't be afraid that a fake woman is the face on the beer. All right. That being said, <laughs> just enjoy your beer. Like, like, and people are digging too deep into this. When, when, when he's shooting a can of beers, all I seen was like, wow, that's a waste of beer. I was like, wow. That's <laughs> that's like, to me, I laughed. Like, I, I mean, it's not. He's not going to go. Come on, let's be real. Kid Rock, no, he's like I, 90 now. He's I think not going to do anything. Honestly, I, I think it falls under it, it falls under almost like a freedom of speech thing where, yeah. especially like you say, you're, you're on your own property shooting cans of beer. I, I say, you know, sit down, drink a beer and relax, calm down. about the situation, beer. right? But but I guess I guess where, where this Weymouth situation is, though, when you're threatening to go to a public place to do something like that, obviously that comes in a whole new, right. that's a whole new thing. That's a you different know what I mean? thing. And, I don't think like like your your example of Kid Rock went and shot up a, a, a you know LGBTQ uh, whatever um, the club or something like that. 
I don't think you could sit there and point, well, well, when he shot that case of beer, we knew he was going to do this. I just, you know what I mean? I, I don't think you could correlate the two. You know, I think it's, I think he was trying to make his little statement. All right, cool. You made your statement. I, it was a waste of beer and a waste of ammunition, but whatever, you know, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think when, obviously when you bring it into a public place and you got to worry about public safety and stuff like that, that's, that's where, I mean, yeah, you can't, was... the same thing as calling in a bomb dart or something like that, you know, you <clears throat> Oh. And that was more of a distaste towards the company, mm. not not towards the the movement. Right, that, that right. was definitely towards yeah. the company. Yeah, he was. Like, I don't think he was mad about. Yeah, like yeah, the the come on, you know. I don't yeah, think he's he was mad about the LGBTQ uh, uh, movement. He was more mad at that. You know, the, <laughs> the, the funniest <laughs> meme I saw of this whole thing was, "What's up, Matt Cameron? How's it going? Great job at Cape Cod, Keith." He said, "John Price, what's going on, Margaret?" Uh, somebody said, "Maybe they should put." <laughs> Dude, this is bad. Somebody said maybe they should put <laughs> rainbows on all the boxes of antihistamines so the meth people, his fans, would stop doing that. Right? <laughs> Rainbow Fetty. I said it all. Like, like dope, but. Mm, I don't want to put it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, oh, man. Um. Let's let's get into the sports booth right here in Brockton. Brockton High. Coach Colombo retired. Everybody was saying, who are they going to hire? Who are they going to bring in? Guess who the and a lot of people here in Brockton are kind of hating it. They're upset. They felt like you should they should have went. But I get it. You got to go outside because here's the problem that we've had in Brockton all of these years. And people who want to say, well, they should have hired from within. No, because guess what? For years, Brockton has been losing crucial juniors and seniors to Catholic Memorial and all these other schools, these other high schools, because they really didn't have that coach, that name. Well, they hired Jermaine Wiggins, Wiggy, from the from the Patriots, from Boston Sports Radio. Um, he was a tight end for the Patriots. He is now the head coach of Brockton High Football that, so that was what I was saying to you earlier, but I wanted to talk about something. That was exactly the story I wanted to ask because I know Go you're talking <clears throat> boxes and everything. So I wanted to ask how, how you felt about that. So that was that was kind of going to be my question to you. I, I heard that the other day, and I was I was wondering what you thought of who was a good move and, or not. And, and I and I like it, and I get it, and I get it. And a lot of people are on Brockton Hub and some of the Brockton groups on Facebook, and a lot of people are saying. Well, there was a guy that they should have hired within that was good for the job. I know everybody was talking about Anthony Coma, who everybody loves. He was a Brockton star. You know, he plays in EFL, Anthony Comer. Yeah, he's another good-looking head coach. But they're also looking, Brockton High is looking at all these other high schools and who they have for coaches. Andre Tippett was a coach at one school. Uh, Moses is, is one. You know, all these players are coming back and, they're retired and they're being coaches for these high schools. And guess what? They're putting asses in the seats. Um, mm. If you have a winning season and you're getting into the Super Bowl, the MIA Super Bowls and stuff, the money's there. It's it's about the money. It's about bringing people back to the games. And, you know, Colombo, it's going to be hard shoes to fill. Colombo, mm. the, the family had this football locked down for years. Um, I, I'm excited to see Wiggy come in here, and to be honest, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hypocrite. I'm gonna say I'm probably gonna check out a couple more Brockton High games this year because Wiggy's there. I'm gonna say it. I'm a hypocrite because you know I might have caught a few of the big you know marquee high school matchups, but this year I might check out an opening night. I might check out midweek just to see how Wiggy does. Um, 
and 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 he can relate. He's from East Boston. He's an Eastie guy. He knows how to relate to these Brockton kids. It's not like he's coming from a silver spoon in his mouth. So I'm excited, right. man. I'm excited. I'm excited. If I'm allowed to, I'll just say because you know, like I said, we got our day job. So uh, I mean, I, I listen to the on WEI, the Greg Hill Show. I listen to it all the time, and uh, and so. I- I'm interested too because I mean I listen to Wiggy talk on there all the time and whatnot. And obviously, what he did for the Pats and in, in, in the past and whatnot. So I was when I heard they they broke that news the other day, I was very uh, interested to see what what would happen. So um, I'll definitely be paying a little more attention this year to see what happens. Yep. And also here in Brockton, DJ Henry Fun. If you guys remember, um, DJ Henry was killed in New York as he went off to college in his freshman year. Um, he was shot by police officers outside a nightclub. Um, his family has been giving back to the community. Actually, I can speak on this personally again. DJ Henry put a lot of kids on the Brockton Junior Boxers League on the field uh, by giving a ton of money to this organization here in Brockton to keep kids playing. Um, they are now reaching $1 million in giving donations to getting kids to play sports. That's That's insane. That's insane. Keeping kids off the streets and keeping them in sports. So I'm going to actually try to reach out to um, Angela Henry to see if her and her husband can come on the show to talk about this accomplishment. Um, but again, big props to them. Uh, 7.59, we got to roll along, but i got to get these guys' discussion on this one. Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, August 5th. The fight is going down. Here's my problem, people. Every MMA guy who has fought Jake Paul has taken... I'm going to say it. There's taken the loss and walked away with a lot of money. Tyrone Woodley, I thought, would have knocked him out. Anderson Silva. I sat here and said on this show, there's no way Anderson Silva loses to Jake Paul. There's no way. There's no way. He lost to Jake Paul and collected a humongous paycheck. And you would think I would come on this show and say something different. But again... I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my prayers on Nate Diaz, and I'm gonna pray and hope that Nate Diaz doesn't take the easy money and and gives this kid a run for his money and no. knocks him the f out. I hope Nate but, Diaz. I think Nate Diaz. And trust me, here here's the one thing that I do agree with. <clears throat> you talking about selling the fight? I'm gonna tell you right now, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz are gonna sell the fuck out this fight. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, oh. It, it's in August. We're in we're in we're in April right now. June and July are gonna be crazy. They're gonna sell this fight. They're gonna sell oh, yeah. this fight. Oh yeah! Go on, Nate. Go on, Nate. I, I gotta go, Nate. He's uh he seems like he's the only dude. I understand all the other guys and their the caliber of fighting experience, but like Nate, dude, like. Come on now, he he, he he just he's in it for the fight. Like, yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. I think he's a it, sick bastard. It has to I come love that dude. At some point, especially you you feel like you know, obviously we don't know him like that, but like you feel like you you get to know someone's mentality, and it's like it's like you're not you. There's more pride in it to to, to go win that fight than it is to right because you, you know, could beat his ass and still get that money. Yeah, you, you get you're getting paid. Man. You're getting paid either way. <laughs> well, I that's mean, what I, 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 I said I the same thing about. I said the same thing about Anderson Silva. I'm like, Anderson Silva, he has a legacy in MMA. Anderson Silva's not going to lose this guy. I thought I, I said the same exact thing about Anderson Silva. Yeah, but and, 
Because Anderson's not had that, that mouth, that that blah, 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 mouth like Nate does. That that Nate's that blah, 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 blah. Like I feel like that when we talked about early about performing, that aggressiveness kind of as it kind of brought down. It was more controlled. This motherfucker still is just like, yeah, no, I don't give a damn. I'm a, I'm a pumpkin guy in the face. I'm gonna knock him out real fast. And he, he's still going to get that dough. So I feel like that that could be that tide of turning. Like, he's still going to draw people in for the fight. But just knowing that this dude is like, dude, I told you I'm going to be like, that's his persona. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I'm that I take no BS guy. I'm going to bring this in and I'm going to beat you. You know what I mean? And yeah. like that, you know, talk about money wise, that could be a potential. If he comes in and whoops him. That's a potential for Jake Paul to make more money. Right. In a, and more, a rematch. Yeah, that's you know what I was what I mean? thinking, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. well, we're going to see. Like I said. One thing's for sure I can sell you on. They're going to sell this fight. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> They're going to sell this fight. Nate, Nate knew how to sell fights in the UFC. So. <laughs> um, also, Dodger fans are looking for robot umpires. And guess what? The robot umpires are here, people. For those who don't know, robot umpires are already at the AAA level in minor league. They're just waiting to get called up. Um, but the Dodgers lost the game. This past weekend, it was a close game. The umpire called two ball strikes that were completely out of the zone. They lost. Um, people are crying now for the automated strike zone robots to come up. Um, we've seen the NFL bad calls last year. People were screaming for some AI to be brought in now. Um, I can tell you right now, I think I think umpires, it, they're on the way out. Umpires are on the way out. They've already added an AI pitch clock to where the Red Sox game this weekend was two hours versus well, a five-hour snooze fest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll i speak on it real quick. I think, first of all, the pitch clock, awesome. That has been tremendous. I mean, it's nice. to I've, I've been able to catch a couple of innings, some games, a couple of games here and there, and it flies. It's it's and That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way the game is supposed to be played. You're not supposed to sit out there and twiddle your thumbs for an hour before you throw the pitch, you know? But um, <laughs> I did. I, I, did um, I don't know if it's the same one. I know I saw something with one of the bad um, one of the bad calls, and I think – I don't know if it's the same one, but the player got ejected because after he threw his, his back <laughs> glove back. But um, – but, some egregious calls so i mean as much as i would re- like a real ump to be there if they're gonna if they have a personal vendetta against somebody they can call whatever they want and and what are you gonna do you know he might he might have uh, i don't know if that batter said something to the ump so he just rung him up just because it was a bad pitch but oh you know what you pissed me off by saying something so i'm just gonna ring you up anyways i mean that's that kind of sucks but i mean you, you get that but with basketball they have the huge uh you know all, all the stuff that was with betting when tim was a tim donahue there and everything so i mean like, yeah yeah it, they're people, and, and they have certain feelings, feel a type of way, whether it's a gambling thing or it's a, I don't like you, so I'm going to I'm gonna make this call. So it's it's tough, you know. You, you would think that a, a robot isn't going to be able to do that, you know. Well, you know, before, we, before I get into my last topic and get out of here, I'm going to show, we got one more video to show you, you people from these guys because I want them to be able to talk about this video. The video is next. And the funny thing is about this video, <clears throat> you guys shot this video a while back, I think it's it's been out there for about seven months. The scary, funny thing about this video is in the news this week, we have a major story about two Russian dudes who were chopped up and dismembered and their bodies were left in a storage facility. Malden guy. Malden. Malden is somewhere. But yeah. as soon as I watched this video, I'm like, holy Christ. I'm like, it's almost like you guys... <laughs> pre-thought about this shit. 
because it's in the news all this week. But uh, talk about this video real quick. You know, you guys did this video in the storage facility and, and you made it work. We did. There was no bodies in any of our containers. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Um, allegedly, everything was clear. Um, everything was great. We did body that beat, though. We bodied the beat. Um, it was placed in a container afterwards. Um, no, no. This, 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 this video came along. Uh, kind of. It was. It was one of those videos. It was just like, wow. Like we weren't expecting it to go this way. Um, we had a storage unit. Um, we were like, why not try to try to set this up a little differently than normally a studio? Everybody is song. It's like, look, I look. Rappers even do music videos in a goddamn railroad track where they're not looking at you because rappers always got something better to look at than the cameraman. They're always looking. <laughs> Always, or holding their chin, like every rapper's chin's heavy. And it was good to kind of play off something different. That was like, oh, oh, it was a surprise studio. You know what I mean? So it, yeah. it, it all worked out real good. I had to steal yeah, this like, jacket. It was cold that day. We, we, we did like the way it came out. I mean, so, you know, you walk into a store. You're in a storage building, storage warehouse, and then you walk into one of the storage uh, rooms, and it's a studio inside the storage room. It's like, what the? Oh, what, what are you guys doing? Oh, in here? the poor woman in the office is trying to get us out of there because oh, yeah. they closed. Yeah, we went there right before closed. <laughs> are you guys good? <laughs> so we sent our, our handsome producer down there and our handsome producer went there and started finessing the lady at the, the, the office you know talking to her a little bit and we're over the video just take the shots just take the goddamn shots you know what i mean just take them you know and uh, then all of a sudden we get over the loudspeaker like all right guys you guys gotta go <laughs> i was uh q in juice when they so, were stealing records yes the yes yes our producer was <laughs> Our producer was queuing juice. When they were stealing records. When they were stealing records. That was us that night. Like, <laughs> like oh, as soon as you she thought, you got a wonderful blouse. Working out, like he kept prolonging it and just to get the. I definitely say, uh, so, so that, that on, we had uh, a pens and pencils series going, so it was, that was pens and pencils volume three. And I would usually stray away from shooting a video for the intro track because this was the intro track. But um, yeah, we just thought it was too hard, and we said this this song we need to shoot a video for this, and and it, we thought it came out great. So again, we uh, used the same videographer for that one, uh, all rhymes. Um, so uh, yeah, he was uh, it was it was awesome. It was great. All and right, so we're gonna, get, to we're gonna get this video playing, then we're gonna come back. My last topic and close the show. We're here with pens and pencils. Here it is. Here's the video next. So I guess the damn thing is getting done I ain't popping champagne, this ain't a campaign I ain't running no actually, you should run No comparing, clearly you can't hang Such a damn shame, man, man, you ain't never won Life ain't a fair game, I'm just an airplane Flying through, maybe you should see if you can get you one I'm not you, I'm not the rapper to talk to I don't care about your story or the shit that you walk through All true, I'm not doing what you all 
do I'm the crack in the floorboard that you fall through Fall to the basement where the concrete caught you Now the foundation of my frustration haunts you You can run all you want to Clearly there ain't nothing here but these four walls So what you gon' do? That was rhetorical Check the rhetoric, graph, rap, and historical This is hysterical, got a map at the oracle Kick down the door or two, hijack the track And I kidnap the world for you Just nap in store for me, get back I forcefully push back, get this lyrical Slap a form for you, yes, graph just orphan you I cannot father you what you wanna do Suck a on the mic and all Haven't seen anybody in a minute Everybody thought it was finished But I was busy getting done Putting ducks in a row, man You know how it goes Careful where I put my nose about to twist one Clouds forming in the sky Pins and pencils about to rise No lie, you can watch the flow eclipse, son Not the largest, not the hardest, not the smartest But when we talking targets Best believe I fucking miss none Lyrics servant, You call a lyrical servant Two people stuck in the feelings And I'm just coming to hurt a few With these pages of burner Through all the new shit I learned to do I'm about to buy a tower Fuck your office and corner views Here to do what I want I don't need your approval and I like my privacy, so fuck Alexa and Google I'm just trying to nail my point like fingertips at a bugle And the whole team gets a plate, no more oodles and noodles I've been working on my craft, and was stuck up in the past And we're feeling like a draft, yeah, it's time for me to make moves Everyone has an agenda, January to December It's a must you remember, can't fuck with fake dudes Keep my head up in the clouds, yeah, I'm walking through the cloud Pockets thinking from the loud, I'ma skate through I'ma be me, all that I can be Cause no matter what you do, somebody gonna hate you I came to do the damn thing, cause I do the damn thing So I guess the damn thing is getting done Champagne, this ain't a campaign. I ain't running no actually, you should run. No comparing, clearly you can't hang. Such a damn shame, man, man, you ain't never won. Life ain't a fair game, I'm just an airplane flying through. Maybe you should see if you can get you one. All right, we're back here in the booth broadcasting live. We're getting ready to close it out. And I was actually talking to these guys about my background because everybody always asks about the backgrounds, and I tell them that every year. I pick a restaurant here in Brockton to show the, my support. Um, you know, Brack's place was 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 last year, the year before. I forget who I had, but this year my background is Brockton beer right down there on Main Street. They just opened up. They've got some great beer and water alcohol. They got that alcoholic water down there that you got to be careful. I think it's like five point four alcohol content. Their water there, and they and they make all their own stuff. They've got a distillery there. Um, they had a Rocky Marciano beer. They they've got some stuff. They got some. They got some stuff there. Um, I'm actually trying to get down there and do a show live, so I'll be letting people know so you can come out, hang out. Um, I'll invite some people down and check it out. But we got to get ready to get out of here. I got Biden bombshells. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Joe Biden went over. He visited Ireland, and I'm going to show a video when we close out the show of Joe Biden when he was over in Ireland. Um, because a lot of people talk about how he's you know he's not liked outside this country, and it's kind of a polar opposite of what people say. Again, my opinion on Joe Biden is I still don't think the Democrats are going to push Joe Biden for 2024. I think it's going to be Mr. Kennedy from here. Um, I would like to see a couple of younger people, but I don't think it's going to happen. But like I said, the GOP and the RNC, they've got a major problem. The Republicans got a serious problem right now. Um, DeSantis is making a big push. He hasn't announced anything yet. But they've got to figure out what they're going to do with Donald Trump, because if Donald Trump splits that party, the GOP as we know it, um, that's the end of the RNC as we know it. That's the end of the, the Republican Party as we know it. If, if he creates his own party, the Patriot Party, whatever he wants to call it, if Trump takes that 70 million or that small amount, it's going to split the Republican Party. And guess what? The Democrats may win again because that party has been split. So it's going to get real interesting. 2024 people, like I tell people, um, pay attention. I'm going to show this video but again, I got to thank these guys, Pens and Pencils, for coming on the show. 
before I let them say their goodbyes, let me bring up the people who support this show. The Sinister One Beanies right there. Check them out. The Sinister One Beanies sold out. UFC fighter Peter Barrett right up there. Oscar Mike Radio. Matt Cameron. Kevin. Look, all these people. Recording artists over here. Melodic. Vianna Marie. All these people. Uh, DJ. Yeah, all, all these people. Ty Hunt. My barber. <laughs> all y'all up in here supporting. Uh, these are the shows I produce. She Talks Football Podcast. Maddie Season Sports for You and Me. Drafting the Circuits. NASCAR tomorrow night. Oscar Mike Radio on Thursday nights. Talk Back with Gloria Shea. Maddie Season Sports for You and Me on Sundays and Tuesdays. Happy Hour with Lido. Also, the Cooperative Economic Dinner. 329 every Wednesday. Spaghetti networking event in Boston. Please let's grow together. 1102 Blue Hill Ave. We also have the Campello Neighborhood Plan on Thursdays beginning um, as of April April 26th, I believe. Uh, the Black Comic Film uh, Comic Book Festival. Black Comic Book Festival is Saturday, April 29th at the Reggie Lewis Track and Athletic Center. Make sure to check it out. Vendor pop-up, May 13th. Brockton, 60 Skinner Street. The Sound Lab. Uh, it's going to be from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Also, the Down in Derby. May 6th, Ned Devine's Irish Pub at Faneuil Hall, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Your boy Louis Bella will be performing there, and it's a benefit for the Love Life Now Foundation. Down in Thir- Dirty. Down in Derby. <laughs> Man, that one gets me. Um, also, Viana Marie will be on the Hip Hop Happy Hour June 15th, and she'll be performing live at the second annual June Tea Celebration on June 17th at the Brockton Fairgrounds. 11 to 6 is when it starts. Summer Solstice, June 21st, City Hall Plaza. Make sure to check this event out. And Boom Squad Radio, Friday nights, open mic night, Friday nights at the VFW down there in Fall River. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, Kimberly Ann, Empowerment Photography for Women, Viana Marie on the side there featured. Make sure to check her out if you want to get your boudoir photos done. And Phenom Radio, supporting independent artists. Reach out to them. Get that shit done. Get your music played. Get your videos played. Phenom Radio, a 1,000-plus network. And um, that's it. I got to get back with these guys here. Let them talk about where you can follow them, where you can find them, and what they got going on. And let them shout out their social media. Let's go, pens and pencils. All right. So uh, official pens and pencils. That will get you right to our uh, Instagram page. They'll get uh, search YouTube uh, official pens and pencils. You'll find us up. Just search pens and pencils. You're gonna pop right, and you're gonna see these handsome mugs mm-hmm. pop right up right there. Now our uh, YouTube music and YouTube regular YouTube has merged together now. So they they realized the the issue that they were causing for artists or whatever. It was just like, dude, just too many logins. So, uh, boom, they, they merged that all together so you can find us there right away. You can find us at Official Pens and Pencils on Instagram, on on uh, Facebook. You can find us on Pens and Pencils, OG7115. So, again, you can search us. You're going to find us right here. You're going to see our tags on this this actual podcast. Click away. Bring it right on into where we're at right now. Um, anything else that you guys want to do, simply email us to pens. Pencils, not pens and pencils, but pens, pencils, uh, music at gmail.com. If you want to book us or anything like that, you can send that right over. Or if you're having trouble or anything, you just email us that and we will send you our link tree and that will bring you to anything that you want us to have <laughs> streamed on. That. 
Yeah, and we got a whole a whole uh, list of shows coming up. We've, like I said, if you've been listening to our music and you like it, come out and check the the, the real thing. Us doing it live, it's a it's a good time. We don't we're not uh, unfortunately, and I don't want to down talk people. But we run into a lot of people doing shows lately where they play their song and then they're rapping over it, and we're not fans of that. No, I'm sorry, we're not fans of it. If I wanted to see you dance to your own song, then you know I, I'd do it somewhere else. But you know, we come out and it's just, it's just the instrumental and us rapping our asses off. So uh, I mean, we got uh, ne- next next week. We got um, Thursday. We'll be down in Attleboro. Uh, f- check yeah, out 508 USA. He's, he's got a show down in the Churchwood Gallery in in Attleboro, and then we got uh, in Wareham at what is the tattoo shop? It's Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Uh, tattoo Parlor at 3065 Cranberry Highway in Wareham, Massachusetts. I believe it's Suite C13. Um, yep, then we got that. Then we have uh, in jungle. Somerville, the jungle, May 7th. Come check that one out. Uh, they got good food. They got drinks on tap, so that will be a oh, good time. And I get it. You don't like Sundays? Fine. That's fuck it. We're going to go to May 12th. We're going to be right there in Providence, Rhode Island. We're going to be right there at the American Legion. So if you don't like Sundays, come to the Friday show in the American Legion. Celebrate uh, Shannon's birthday show. That's the birthday bash. Then uh, nice. what, June 7th. June if you don't 7th. like that, that's a Wednesday. We're, We're going to be there at the crack at in Quincy. Quincy, Massachusetts. Ooh. Washington. Yeah, so we, we got a whole, we got a lot of them. Again, if you follow our social media, you'll see we got we got flyers posted everywhere. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout. We also got our business cards we're handing out with our, our link tree on, uh, scan code on there. So look, look around. You see, you see, we're gonna be handing those out in, in local businesses and, and just posting them up everywhere. So if you, you see one and you see pens and pencils and say, hmm, that sparked your interest, then you know, grab it and check it out. All right, yeah. Hey, fellas, wrap where the guys you got. Linktree is a killer, killer app, people. Linktree is insane because you just put everything on Linktree and now you just make a QR code and, and link everything to your Linktree and everybody gets everything right through the Linktree. So if, you, if you're if you an artist and you don't have Linktree yet, you need to get it because it's just one link. When you post something, you post what you need to let people know, but tell them hit the Linktree and the Linktree takes them to everything, your merch, everything. It's, it's so easy to set up. It's free. Um, and I love it. Um, we gotta get ready to get out of here. I'm gonna show you guys this uh clip of Joe Biden in Ireland, and then SpongeBob is gonna take us home, and then um I'll be back here next week with recording artists, and I know the guys all love when these girls come on, the twins. Carmen and Camille from California are gonna be on the show next week. I know all the guys like to tune in to see them on. Uh, but one of the one of the twins is actually starting. She's been doing like a cooking TikTok, so she's been doing all these crazy recipes and stuff. Ooh. Looks like they might be trying to get away from the music. So I'm going to ask that question and see if they're going to be still doing music or if this is done. If this is, you know, like you said, people sometimes leave, come back, and then realize they mature and feel like mm-hmm. that this is another 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 way to go. Sue Caldwell is in the chat. What's going on, Sue? Matt Cameron, David Hume is in the chat. What's up, guys? But I'm going to show this video real quick, and then after the Joe Biden video, SpongeBob, take us home. Here we go. Please welcome a son of Balanar and the 46th President of the United States, 
Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I make it, no repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm my own now. I ain't hard, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O, that's your website, enter your website, enter your website, enter your website.